So to kick it all off, um, quite literally, really, because MCG, the Bledisloe Cup is on uh, this weekend, Saturday night against the All Blacks. Should be fantastic. Going to join us and to join, well, he's one of Australia's greatest ever athletes. The GOAT. The, well, well rugby, uh, rugby union, um, he just accomplished it all. And that's David Campese, and he joins us now. You know, David? Mate, you almost said rugby league there. I did. <laughs> you did you, don't you? I'm so, sorry. What sort, of, what sort of radio station is this? <laughs> One, unfortunately, where there's little, little uh, mistakes are made. But uh, thank you yeah. for joining us, mate. Um, uh, hu- cool. Huge game on uh, Saturday night, the Bledisloe Cup and the Wallabies. Um, how are we feeling about it? Yeah, I'm not really sure, mate. I mean, it's very difficult. You know, if you speak to any play, if you're not involved anywhere, it's very hard to sense... You know, how the team's feeling. Uh, we've got a new coach, Eddie Jones, um, who loves to talk a lot, gets himself in a bit of trouble. Uh, but again, I, I look, the All Blacks are in great great form uh, against South Africa uh, two weeks ago. They played unbelievable rugby. Uh, we, we've, um, we, we've got a bit of a problem where we've got... The better the team is, the more combinations you've got, you know, in any sport. And, you know, we've got guys like Quade Cooper, Karevi... Uh, who play in Japan, don't play with the other guys. So it's going to take a while for them to to gel and to understand each other. So, look, going into a game like this, when the All Blacks are on fire, um, you know, the Wallabies can, can turn around, but they've really got to learn to be very, very, very disciplined. Don't back chat to the referee and just back yourself and play as a team. If we do that, we're in for a great chance. Campo, you said... New Zealand are playing some really good rugby at the moment. Now, that's ominous for Australia because the last time they won a Bledisloe Cup was actually 21 years ago. What strengths do Australia need to, to play to if there are any chance of taking out the series? Well, I just think we've, we've, we've been stuck in a bit of a rut playing a style of rugby which is called pod system. You know, the guys are in pods and they run around the field in pods and, you know, and it doesn't work. Uh, the All Blacks are playing the style of rugby we used to play. Uh, you know, they've got so many options. And the more options you've got, the more pressure on the defence. Now, you know, when I was playing, I mean, that's the way that was... I don't think you were born, were you? When were you born? Uh, 2002, so I probably wasn't, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back in our day, <laughs> um, you know, we used, to, we used to communicate, we used to read the game, anticipate, and, you know, off you go. Mm. These days, there's so much structure. Um, and what happens in the structure, if the structure doesn't work then the opposition they find holes in, in the defence so they just got to look it's hard because six months out we've got a new coach it does not you've got to have a as you know in any sporting team you know, you've got the superstars you've got the other players but you've got to learn to play together and I don't think we're there yet uh, we've got a World Cup in a couple of months time that's the ultimate goal but again to beat the All Blacks going into a rugby World Cup would be a very very good booster but again, it's it's you, you've got to look at the, the form, the form guide at the moment. So I don't think we're looking that great. But you never know. You know the expectations. If the All Blacks turn up, think they're just going to win, uh, it ain't going to happen. The Wallabies always put up a fight against the All Blacks, and let's just hope they can this weekend. Yes, yes, and it's played at the MCG, which we all know and we all love here in Victoria and in Melbourne. Um, our, our greatest pride and joy now. Um, have you, I mean, you've played there, and we're discussing off air, um, you know, sort of the, the crowd limitations and all that sort of stuff, but did you enjoy it? 
Yeah, look, it was look. I was very fortunate to play in a lot of grounds around the world. Uh, I think I've been to forty-seven countries playing rugby. Not like, <laughs> wow. not like uh, Aussie rules has played. Uh, oh, sorry, only in Australia, isn't it? Oh, okay, sorry, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> mate, it's like it's like you guys having Chairman Dan down there. Really? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so yeah, mate, it was a great opportunity. I played the Sydney Crick Round when I was a kid. Uh, I'm a Collingwood supporter. Come from the country. My best, fa- my favourite ground anywhere in the world is the Sydney Crick Round because you go to the dressing rooms there. You've got Don Bradman. You've got the dressing rooms exactly the same. All the Australian sportsmen came out of there. You know, I was born in the '60s, so the '70s and '80s. You know, and that what, that's what makes the grounds. You know, it's great. The spectators are great, but. The, the MCG is, for a rugby game, it's not the best because there's this little pitch out in the middle <laughs> and the crowd's a million miles away. Yep. Uh, so they don't, they don't really get to see, hear the hits, you know, or, 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 or what happens. But again, it, it's a great venue. And if you get if you get a sellout crowd, I mean, there's no greater uh, spectacle than seeing 100,000 people watching a sporting event. Campo, you talk about the Rugby World Cup coming up um, after the Bledisloe. You played in a few... You actually won one in 1991. What's it like pulling on the Australian jersey and, and playing playing for Australia? Yeah, look, I was very fortunate. I was 19 years old. I uh, had no idea what I was doing. Uh, played rugby league all my life. Played a couple of years of Aussie rules. Won a golf championship at 15. Yeah. Uh, 1979, played fourth grade rugby. Three years later, 82, I played for the Wallabies. So I was, I was very young, very naive. And I just was very, very fortunate uh, to get an opportunity. And, mate, I loved every minute of it. You know, just remember those days we were amateurs. We got 20 quid a day to play. We all had jobs. But we we loved and we played some absolutely unbelievable rugby. And I think that's when rugby was at its highest in the 80s and 90s. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the um, um, Kevin Costner. You know, you, if, you, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. And if you play a style of rugby that people want to come, we will, we can beat every other sport. But at the moment, we're not doing that. So we just need to get to a style of rugby that we used to play, and people will come and say, right, what's this guy going to do now? Let's watch this. And that's what you need. You need excitement. So I was very fortunate to play in a great era. Um, you know, we had a lot of fun. And, mate, you know, and we actually won things, you know, and that's, that's very important. Yeah, it seems like a rugby union, you know, has, has been Australian rugby union has sort of been asleep for a, a quite a while. Well, how do we how do we get it back up to where it was, you know, when we were winning, you know, World Cups and you, when you were playing, and even when John Eels was playing, and um, you know, those sort of teams. How, how do we get back to that? Well, I think it's very important. What happens is, you know, at grassroots level, anything in life is grassroots. And I was at uh, Newcastle uh, for two years as the ambassador, and I coached 2,500 2, kids. No one, no one knew who this old grey man was who was coaching. <laughs> we, no, honestly, because we haven't got the cultural history. I lived in South Africa for 10 years. Everyone in South Africa knows who I am, but in Australia, no one knows who I am. You know what I mean? So we need that culture. We need these kids to touch a wallaby, see the wallabies. No one knows who the players are. Mm. You know, and that's that's our biggest problem. And when the players go out there, they want you want to be like somebody, but they they don't watch. You know, we got stands, stand. No one watches stand. You know, and that's that's the problem. When you've got free to wear, you can turn on and watch whenever you like. But people don't do that. So there's a lot of little things. And if you look over time, unfortunately, all the problems start in the boardroom. It's not the players. 
or the grassroots, it's the boardroom. And all the people who have been there have always been, they've never been accountable for one thing, and they're still there, and they're not accountable for one thing. We are in a mess, but uh, we're fortunate uh, that we've got the World Cup this year, we've got the British Lions in 25, then we've got the Rugby World Cup in Australia in 27. So we've got a couple of good years, we've got a couple of years to rebuild, but anything in sport, as you know, if you've got the older generation coming back to give their knowledge and understanding, those players will accept that and then they'll try things. We need people, the young Australians in any sport, get out there and have a go. That was the old motto when I played, mate. Mm. doesn't matter if you fail, keep on going. Oh, great, great attitude. It is. Um, and just, just uh, the final thoughts on, on Saturday night. Again, yeah, as I said, a huge game, MCG, New Zealand, um, just with the world champs. It should be a, a fantastic event. Uh, how, how do we win it? Uh, firstly, hold on to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> do the simple things right. Yep. And don't whinge don't whinge to the opposition or the referee and stop kicking the ball away. Mm. <laughs> you cannot win any sport in the world if you haven't got the football. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems pretty simple then, doesn't it? <laughs> well, mate, life is simple. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, mate, I know you're going off to the Gold Coast tonight, so I uh, really appreciate you jumping on the phone and giving us some time. Hopefully we can chat uh, just before the World Cup. No worries, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks, Gabba. Thanks going out there to watch. Well, I want to, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm definitely thinking well, go about and buy it. A ticket. Go and buy a bloody ticket. <laughs> I'm part of the MCC, so I'm, I'm fine with oh, the ticket. There we go. Okay. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the chat, guys. No Appreciate it. See you, mate. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. David Campisi.